Welcome to another day of the informal program, and in honor of the NCAA tournament, we will make sure to include Oklahoma in today's show, you know, for the, for the ratings. All right. Very funny. That's how we're going to start the show. That's it. Very, very funny. Live from a city in Southern California, this is the informal program. Here's your host, Daniel West. Welcome into another Tuesday of the informal program. I'm Daniel West, the host. Dave joins me. John Beanie joins me. We're all here. Bagman floating somewhere, probably out protesting the NCAA tournament starting. That's where we're going to begin the show. I don't. All right. Let, let's just there. There are a lot of competing opinions on this show, a lot of whining, a lot of fussing. So let's just get this out of the way right now. OK. I have watched about a combined 12 minutes of college basketball this season. Dave just discovered college basketball as a sport. John Bean is upset that USC didn't make the tournament. They were, they were, that was a historic snub. Okay. And Bagman thinks the whole thing is corrupt. So how are we going to discuss this? That's, that's the question. How are we going to do this? Or do we? Or do we just move on to another, another topic entirely? I think we should discuss it because, I mean, everyone else is discussing it. We've got to piggyback off the ratings. That's true. And peeking backing off the ratings is also how you could say Oklahoma is even in the tournament at all, if we're being honest here. Oh! Right. Oh, that was a good line. So, all right, you know what? Here's the thing. I can't get too upset about USC not making the tournament because I didn't watch any of their games. I saw like three minutes of their entire season. So now they didn't make it. Oh, well. I mean, really. So, for those, because one thing I do enjoy is that this is a show kind of for non-sports fans as well. So some people are going to listen to this and say, you know, what, what is this March Madness thing anyway? I think a way to describe it is it really is the closest we have to the Hunger Games in U.S. sports. Well, I mean, that's, that seems a bit extreme. Well, I mean, a whole lot of teams, tributes from all across the country, and getting into the tournament is pretty much decided nearly at random. So that's kind of how oh! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. One thing we're going to do this year that we haven't really done before is make a bracket. We've made brackets before. I've made brackets. But if you've listened to the show at all, you know that there is something. We, we used to call it the all-knowing sports die, but over the, over the past week it got turned into the sentient sports die. He's upgraded. Is he really upgrading if he's going from sentient to all-knowing or all-knowing to sentient? Well, no, because if he's sentient, it just means he, he understands. But if he's all-knowing, he knows all. Right. So is that an upgrade or a downgrade? That's, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, someone here saying Wildcats. Is that is that Kentucky or Arizona? The the uh, By the way, I don't have the bracket in front of me. That would have helped. That would have really helped. We're doing an NCAA show, and you don't have the bracket in front of me. Well, you could have gotten it off the Internet. I could have, or you could have printed it out like I asked you to. Anyway, so what we did this year was had the, the sentient sports that I picked the whole tournament for me. So you want to explain how that went? Yeah, I went... Uh... So I'm a Settlers of Catan player, so you know they have the formula for the for the dice. Yes. Yeah, so I, I talked with the, the sentient sports guy, and he gave me the pick. So I rolled, and he told me he was going to win. So, yeah, so John did that. Oh, Kentucky. Okay, we have Kentucky. Um, I mean, it, it turned out pretty well. Yeah, but it's approved the tournament's random, so I just had the, the, the sentient sports guy pick it. So what we ended up with, I don't remember the entire – the entire Final Four. I think he had Arizona going in. Arizona. Vill he had Villanova winning the championship. The dice. The die. Was it dice or die? 
Well, I mean, it's the sports die, but he brought a friend along. Okay. So the die picked the uh, tournament. So he has Villanova beating North Carolina in the final. Man, that's random. Yeah. So the sentient sports die is picking for us this year. That'll be fun. Someone else uh, commenting in. The uh, UMBC Retrievers, they did make it into the tournament. University of... You don't even know what it is. I know it's in Baltimore. That's that's cool. Yeah. See, that's the thing. You're like, oh, they shouldn't get automatic bids. I never said that. I, I just... I, I have issues with college basketball's structure. They have nothing to do with the kind of stuff Bagman's ranting about and almost got in trouble. That's that's a different different topic. But did you notice how like all the teams that didn't make the tournament were investigated? I'm not I'm not doing that show today. I'm not doing that show. Honestly, to be honest. All right, the the tournament will happen. Let's just put it there. We had our bracket decided by dice. Uh will Virginia win? Will Kentucky win? Will Arizona win? We'll find out together. That's that's as far as we're going. Okay. Uh, a lot happening in the sports world here. Something I wanted to talk about last week that, uh, well, no, I didn't. Well, after the show. See, the thing is, this show ends up being an, a weekly show, which means a lot happens during the week. So sometimes it'll be Thursday, and I think about something. I'm like, well, maybe if nothing else disrupts that, I'll talk about it next week. But something to, to talk about, just, just an interesting discussion. I hope I make it interesting. This is just something on my mind. The NBA season is going on, and one of the big stories always in the NBA season is tanking, the idea of we're just going to completely waste the season hoping that a draft pick just magically shows up and makes our team better. Uh, NBA tries to stop that. They say, all right, we're going to have a lottery, so you can't just lose and get the best player from college. But still, you have these teams, the, the Grizzlies, I think they've lost 17 in a row. What? Yeah. 17 basketball games in a row. How many of you knew that they lost 17 basketball games in a row? I didn't. And if you don't know, now you know. Go to go yeah, so they've lost 17 basketball games in a row. I go on Reddit a lot, and the whole... Atlanta Hawks Reddit is like cloud themed. And people are saying, why is it cloud themed? Because the Suns are also equally as bad. And so the goal for the Hawks this year and their fans is to lose and to block the Suns, hence the clouds. So you have this thing going on where it seems like teams don't care about the season. You have players, it seems, who don't care about the season. But I was wondering about that because I read an article a few years ago that I thought was kind of interesting. And it was talking about how Michael Carter-Williams, I think, wrote it when he was on the 76ers. And the 76ers were so bad at just tanking that the league stepped in and they said, all right, the, the general manager, he's out of here. He's not, he's not even trying to win. Although, I mean, it's working out for him now. But And one thing that Michael Carter-Williams said, which was interesting, he said, "Why, if we're players, why are we going to tank to potentially have a guy come on the team who's going to take our jobs. I thought that was an interesting point. Like, people say, oh, they're not trying. These players, they, they quit on the season. But that's an interesting point. Because if this new guy comes in, somebody's might get traded. Somebody's going to be on the bench. It's interesting. I don't know. I mean, you make a good point, but you could stop talking about it now. I mean, like, four minutes on, on the 76ers. And the Suns and the, like, talk about the upper half of the NBA. Like, how are the Rockets doing? All right, if you want to do that show, let's do that show. All right. Uh, do the Rockets make the finals? 
maybe. There's a one in eight chance they do. All right, very good. Yeah, because eight teams make the playoffs. No, but I'm serious. Like, are they gonna make the finals? I don't know. Do you know? No. Okay. Like, this is what happens. Okay, this is what happens in in sports broadcasting. This is this is just we've talked about it on the show before, but I'm gonna go into detail a little bit more. And it's not just sports; it's all of broadcasting. All right. So I'm gonna go behind the fourth wall a little bit. Now I don't know. I do not claim to know everything about broadcasting or much. Obviously, if you can see the studio around me, like this is not a high quality affair. And if you're listening on uh, SoundCloud, if you make it to Facebook, you can maybe find it. It's the network of obscure broadcasting, so it's a little hard to find us. But here's the thing, okay? And we've talked about it before and kind of made fun of it off the air. There are things I like to call just like content fields. So just imagine somewhere in the Midwest, just just rows of corn. But instead of corn, it's their topics. So over here you have the LeBron James. Where will LeBron James go field? And over here you have the who's going to win the finals field. And over here it's the uh, NFL concussion field. And honestly, all people are doing in sports broadcasting, let's be, I'm doing it too, okay? Not that we really are calling this sports broadcasting a very low form of sports broadcasting, not entirely serious. They're just, just taking from the fields. They're just harvesting. So right now, the NBA season, we're like halfway done. We're after the All-Star break. It's just like, let's go into the field and start harvesting. Oh, the Rockets are good. Let's start talking about can they beat the Warriors. It makes for great content, but everyone's doing it, and there's no new insight. The Rockets and Warriors are done playing each other. The only time they're going to play each other is potentially in the Western Conference Finals. Besides that, they're done playing each other. So, okay, people get injured, whatever, but there's no new data. But, I mean, you have listen, I, I'm producing this show for your trying to. I mean, you're, like, whining all the time about it. But I'm trying to help you out. No, I understand that. I'm just saying we do a weekly show. We could spend 10 minutes every Tuesday discussing who's going to win the Western Conference Finals with no new information. That's true. Well, no, because they keep they, – they play other teams. Yes, but but the Rockets beating the Spurs last night, what does that bear on – the Western Conference Finals. Are they going to play the Spurs there? Probably not. That's fair. I'm just saying. I, you just go keep going to the field. Just keep harvesting from that field. So, but, I mean, what you you have fields though? Yes, we all do. That's how it goes. You gotta you gotta keep talking about something. Anyway. Well, I mean, football was great for that when it was football season because the games would end and then you'd just be you know Tuesday or Monday and then you'd talk about the games. But since that's over, like. There's no one set date to watch sports. You just kind of, you know, pick a lot. Yeah. Speaking of picking, like, stop touching your nose. I will. Someone did mention that. And you did it. You you did it get that last week, but I just saw you there. Yeah, I did. Should that be like a, a penalty? No, the the penalty. Speaking of which, yeah, I'm gonna have to pay off a penalty because I said some stuff last week that was was wrong, and therefore I have to pay the penalty and the sports diet to come out. I have to talk about something for two minutes. Four. Four. I'll talk about something for four minutes. So that's that's so we've we've done tanking and we've done uh, the NCAA tournament as hunger games. That's a show today. Also interesting this week. Are we going to get to the shape of water thing? Yes, yes. In the next thing, we'll discuss the shape of water because that's interesting. Yeah. Last week we had our Oscar show and John Beanie was going to tell about how the shape of water got created or something, and then we got we ran out of time. And then you wanted this weird thing about Andy Circus. 
Yeah, he should he should get an Oscar. He should have one already. Yeah. All right. That's a that's an interesting take. So, a couple more things to get to in the sports world. Uh, the IndyCar season started. And as you know, I'm a NASCAR fan. I also am a fan of, of auto racing. I got into NASCAR in 2005. And I also think that was really the first year I watched the Indy 500, too. Danica Patrick finished third. Who won that race? I wonder, Was it – did Dan Weldon win that race? Look that up, Dave. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, who won that race that year? Uh, but anyway, the IndyCar season started. Sebastian Bourdais with the win. Two things from this, as I must, you know – Got to have a balanced sports diet. One, I, I haven't found that much of the offseason. I did hear that Indy, IndyCar had a new car this year. Uh, the lower downforce thing, that's interesting. Now, I'm not going to too sciencey for a minute, but essentially the, the whole idea of the lower downforce, the cars are not as glued to the ground, which makes them a little lighter. And uh, there was a lot of slipping and sliding going on. That worked well for NASCAR when they're, you know, full-bodied stock cars. I don't know how well that will turn out with a much faster Indy car. That'll be interesting. But the, the interesting thing that came out of it, the really interesting thing, was Sebastian Bourdais won. And I had kind of forgotten about this because it was kind of... The Indy, they, they race for a month at Indianapolis. Like, they call it the month of May. It literally is a month. They're down there practicing or qualifying the entire month, just about. And so Sebastian Bourdais had a serious accident in qualifying. He comes back this year, and he wins the first race of the season when two cars spun out, and he took the lead late. So congratulations to him. That's a cool story there. And uh, we will give you more IndyCar updates throughout the season as we try to balance out the sports diet. We'll be back here on the informal program after this. All right, so it's a good thing that Bagman was not here to uh, rant about college basketball because today's show is sponsored by college basketball, not the NCAA, not any particular body, just the whole idea of college basketball. Specifically men's, Dave? I didn't see that in the script. Uh, I guess. You guess. College basketball came to you and said, can we sponsor the show? And you didn't think that through. I never asked. Okay, well, the idea of college basketball. Uh, two halves or four quarters. How am I supposed to do that if I don't even know? They're, they're two different sports. What about the NIT? Why are you asking me? Just, just let me do the thing here. College basketball. That it? That's all you gave me. Yeah, I really should work on these scripts. Yeah, you really should. So College Basketball, proud sponsor of the show. And thankfully, Bagman, oh, he's doing the news after. Oh, well. Uh, we apologize for whatever Bagman says next in the commentary about college basketball. And now to the news. And now it's time for the Bagman News Commentary. All right, this week I will get off my low horse. It's not a high horse. It's a low horse discussing college basketball to discuss another topic near and dear to my heart, and that is European soccer. Have you heard what's happened over the weekend? This is why, ladies and gentlemen, we didn't watch this sport for a long time. No, please, Bagman. No, they are undoing the goodwill that we set up for them. First of all, uh, Jamie Carragher. Why, why are you taking my report? I was going to talk about this later. Well, too bad. Jamie Carragher uh, spit at a fan who was mocking him because Liverpool lost. That's classy. And West Ham, several fans stormed the field. That's called a pitch invasion. Will you please let me do my report? Stormed onto the field, and now they could face a ban where all fans are not allowed to be on the field. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a just punishment, and these are some of the reasons why Americans did not consume soccer for many years. 
And now that I've done my news report, back to the show. All right, thank you for that. I mean, I mean really, was, I was going to talk about that. Welcome back to the informal program. It is time for Beanie Factoid in a minute here. Uh, can, I, can I clean that up? Yeah, go ahead. All right. First of all, Bagman, we were going to discuss that later. Uh, second of all, I mean, don't send us back into the, the 80s with soccer. I remember you're telling me. First of all, how did he get in the studio? I let him in. Yeah, don't do that again. Stay in your newsroom, Bagman. All right. All right, Mr. LeVar Ball. Stay in your lane. Just, just finish. Okay. Uh, what was I saying? I don't remember what I was saying. You, you, you muddled me. My point is gone. Well, you can leave then. Okay, no, I remember what I was going to say. Uh, do you think that was a, a, a just action by Jamie Carragher? No, it wasn't, but that, that has nothing to do with soccer in America. Well, remember that we're looking at them. They're the standard, supposedly, and you have a, a, a TV reporter spitting on someone, and you have West Ham fans rushing onto the field in protest and yelling at the owner. Okay. You, you make it sound like there were riots. Yeah, well, part of my job is to uh, sensationalize a bit, so, you know, that's what I did. All right. Well, all right. Since, since we're just... I mean, really. Get him out of here. Anyway, since we're just going along, we had a, we, we're going to talk about it later, like Beanie said, but since Bagman just blew in, there was a story here. Why don't I just do it now? No, I'm... All right, fine. Okay, so Jamie Carragher, he's a TV presenter, which you didn't mention. You just acted like he was some guy who spit on someone. He's a TV presenter, and this guy was trolling him. He pulled up next to him in the car, and he's like, hey, Jamie Carragher, Liverpool lost. And then he got upset, and he spit towards the car, and the guy's daughter was sitting next to him, and, like, some got on her. Yeah, and he's been suspended indefinitely by Sky Sport because when you're a TV presenter in a Land Rover, the last thing you do is just, you know, I mean, well... First of all, I, I don't know if he rolled on the window, but... Well, I mean, as a fan, he could have been like, hey, can I get your autograph? Yeah, but he didn't. So anyway, so yes, Jamie Carragher, he's a TV presenter, which is a British way of saying like a TV analyst. So, you know, the Michael Strahan or whoever. He was driving along the road. He used to play for Liverpool. He's a Liverpool defender. Fan rolls down the window and just mocks him because Manchester United beat Liverpool and he spit at him. That's what I just said, and shorter. All right. And the other, get out of here. And then the other story was uh, West Ham. You want to talk about that? Yeah, so West Ham fans, they're upset about ownership. Now, the big thing is they're upset about the stadium because they play in a fishbowl. That's true, but that's not the point. Now, that is the point because, yeah, because they, they don't like the stadium and they might get relegated. Can you please speak in English? All right, so basically the fans are upset. They don't like ownership. They were in a really nice old stadium. Think of like Fenway Park or something. Uh, they had to move, and they play in this really round stadium that no one likes. They got upset at the owners, and the fans took to the field in frustration. Some of them. It wasn't a mass storming like, you know, if a college football team wins, but like two fans ran onto the field. One took the flag, and like one of the players like punched them and knocked them down. Yeah. So it wasn't a mass storming. They didn't run on with, like, pitchforks. It was just one guy ran across the field. And because the field is so large, it took him five minutes to, to get there. Oh! All right. That was a good joke. And now, after uh, 15 minutes of talking, 
It's time for Beanie Factoids. And now it's time for Beanie Factoids. All right. Um, yeah, let me let me just take the check the text line here. A listener writes in uh, Johnny Rutherford. Yeah, Johnny. He was a great. He was a great driver. You even know who he is? No, I don't. Yeah, he was an IndyCar driver. Hey, I got it right. Yeah. Just just get on with it. Number one. Number one, ladies and gentlemen, there was a major de- de- development. Get your words out. Yeah, development in Major League Baseball. The Arizona Diamondbacks have announced the bullpen card is coming back. Now, for those of you children who were born after uh, 1993, I guess. I don't know. Why are you looking at me? Wow. Uh, seriously? Yeah. You child. Uh, the, the bullpen cart was away. Oh, they're going to save five minutes. Excuse me? I didn't like his tone. Don't play sound bites when I'm trying to talk. Anyway, I mean, really, really, anyway, so, uh, where was I? I've been muddled. Number one, bullpen carts. Yeah, bullpen parts. Bullpen parts or carts? Carts. So anyway, instead of walking, oh, they're going to whisk the, the pitcher from the, the bullpen to the mound on a small throne. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a cart. It looks like a baseball, and he's going to come out of the bullpen, and he, instead of running across the field, they're going to drive him in Arizona. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. All right. Look it up for yourselves if you're interested. Don't, don't make the listeners do that. Yeah, well, I will. Number two. Uh, number two. Uh, here, can I do it? Uh, go ahead. Back, 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 back. Ah! Thank you. Does anyone have any idea what that was? Um, Dan Schulman. No. Oh, my goodness. Young people. No, that was the voice of Chris Berman. No, that was you doing Chris Berman. Yeah, that's true. I do sound like him, don't I? Uh, no. Okay, anyway, Chris Berman uh, managed the, uh, the New York Giants. San Francisco. Do you research these? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Chris Berman managed the New York... San Francisco. San Francisco Giants in a game against... Uh, I don't know. Okay, but he managed. Okay, wait. Do I have to do this for you? No, I can do it. Okay, Chris Berman is a broadcaster, retired broadcaster, and because it's spring training, and, you know, the baseball games don't count as much as they do later on in the season, Chris Berman managed the Giants. That's the point. Man, you are good at this. Maybe you should do this segment. No, I, I do enough of the show. Number three. Oh, this is, this is my favorite story. It's not sit down and be humble. It's sit down and be bumble. That was that was terrible. I'm, I might leave. I, I might join you. Uh, anyway, the Clippers' sponsor is uh, Bumble, the dating ser- service. Be humble. No, not be humble. It's be Bumble. Uh, so the Clippers worked out a deal where they will now be sponsored by Bumble on their jerseys. And uh, for the first time ever, the Clippers might be involved in something involving a ring. Uh- Okay, all right, that's, uh, that's really unnecessary. Too far. Yeah, way too far. Totally uncalled for. Totally. Agreed. Okay, moving on. Nah, ain't no positives and no L's. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all, people. All right. All right. I mean, really. Did you hit all of them? Do you you have any more to roast the Clippers? You had a ring joke. You had L's. Uh... Uh, and John Beanie's left. I can't take this. Yeah. All right. Yeah. First, first they traded Blake Griffin, and now I'm done. Okay. So, Dave, you want to do this? Yeah, I'll do it. All right. 
Right, here we go. Man, this is this is the. Uh, I've been waiting all this. I, me and Phil Collins have been waiting for this moment for all my life, man. Oh! All right. Do you just want me to put a brick wall in front of you? And you just do comedy the rest of the show? That'd be a bad idea. All right. So uh, where are we? Number number four. Number four. Oh, this is the Shape of Water, and I'm gonna skip this because you know it was his. Number five. Um, I don't remember his last name, but a guy named Cooley who was the coach of uh, some school in the Big East. All right, you know what? Uh, boy, I'm coming back. All right, take over. Oh, man, I thought I had a chance here. All right, so ne I guess next week, since we've taken 15 minutes to do this, we're going to, to do the pay off the penalty with uh, the sports die. Yeah, because, man, this segment is just dragging along. Oh, man. Yeah, and you weren't helping with the Clippers stuff. But you got to admit, that was a beautiful moment of comedy. Uh, you try not to admit it. Okay, look up the name of this Cooley guy before you, you, you start uh, researching him. Well, I'll look it up because uh, he's the coach of Providence, by the way. Okay, so is that where we're going? Yeah, okay. Ed Cooley, thank you. Ed Cooley uh, lost his pants. No, he didn't. No, his, his pants split. He's the coach of uh, Providence. And his pants split. Yes. Yeah. He was, he was jumping up and down off, after a foul call, and his pants split during the uh, Big East Championship game. And so uh, that, that's what happened. Yeah. Number four. All right, we're going back. Okay, The Shape of Water. I've been waiting all week for this. The Shape of Water, that movie uh, by GGT, Guillermo del Toro, that we talked about last week, the origins of the movie, when he was a child, he saw a creature from the Black Lagoon, and he really wanted uh, basically the, 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 the creature and the lady to fall in love. And so he told his friend the idea, and they, they, he considered doing a reboot of the movie, but he had that as the ending. They said, no, get out of here. They told him to sit down and be humble. Too far. Wrong drop, man. Sit down. Be humble. Yeah, and they said, get out of here. He said, I'm going to make my own movie. And he did, and it's called The Shape of Water, where that's pretty much the story. Number six. Uh, I, don't, I don't know any details, but a bride got arrested on her way to the wedding. Look it up. Uh, that's it? Yeah, I, I just saw it on the news. Number seven. Uh, lastly, number seven, Atlanta United set the attendance record for Major League Soccer yet again. <laughs> that's right. They packed uh, 72,000 people into the Mercedes-Benz Stadium to watch them beat DC United 3-1. Uh, to one. So congratulations to Atlanta United. Also the most attended or most watched game of the weekend, including over the Premier League. What? That's because the Premier League is failing in the minds of the people because of the, 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 the scenes. At Get him out, please. Thank you. So after nine minutes, that was Beanie Factoids. This has been Beanie Factoids. All right, and that's the show today. Uh... All right. So uh, Dave has got the Clippers mad at him. Bagman has got all of world soccer mad at him. And uh, John Beanie with another well-produced and uh, well-executed segment of Beanie Factoids. I know when you're being sarcastic. All right. Well, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Uh, anything we didn't get to in the show today that we wanted to? Um, Joe Tessitore is taking over Monday Night Football. Good, congratulations by him. Um, Sean McDonough goes back to college football. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yes, I was right, by the way. I had to look this up myself. Dan Weldon did win the uh, 2005 Indianapolis 500. Oh, good memory. Thank you. I saw the first race I watched. Uh, that's it for the informal program, our attempt to... 
produce quality radio. We'll see you next week. Bye. Well, once again, Dave's script failed us. So thank you to college basketball or the idea of college basketball for sponsoring the show. Like when we started, we had really good sponsors like Paper Money. And now we're sponsored by Abstract Concepts. This is this is a fall. That's true. Anyway, anything you wanted to say on the show before we finished? Uh, yes, CONCACAF Champions League is tonight. If the, the U.S. will not be in a World Cup for a while, this is a chance for them to produce on the world stage. Root for Major League Soccer, uh, New York, uh, Seattle, and some team I forgot. Toronto. Yeah, I knew they weren't American. Uh, they have a chance to advance. All right, thank you. So that's, yeah, check out the CONCACAF Champions League. Uh, LAFC won again. LAFC keeps on winning. <laughs> they didn't wear the hat this week, but they're still doing well. And we'll see them in three weeks for... El Trafico, the first game between the Galaxy and LAFC. That is the name of the rivalry. That's it for the show. Thank you for listening or watching. We'll see you next week. Bye.